extreme constraint, aesthetic efficiency. Ideas are stories. The challenge of making a car that costs, I don't know what it is in pounds, but in America, you can buy a golf for $25,000. I mean, it's 80% of the way to a $100,000 BMW. It's an extraordinary car produced under the tightest of economic constraints. You or I, if we wanted to, could start a supercar company tomorrow and make a pretty good one. We could just go out and buy it. We could pay top dollar for top engineers and throw tons of money at them. And lo and behold, we could produce a car that would be as close to being as good as a nice Ferrari or a McLaren. Or could we do the same if we tried to replicate the Gulf? No, we couldn't. It'd be nearly impossible. It'd take us generations. Similarly, you know, I've often thought, for example, that people who make television commercials are hugely undervalued. A good television commercial, the idea of making someone laugh or moving them or persuading them or planting a seed in their memory in 30 seconds is an extraordinary accomplishment. I mean, phenomenal. 30 seconds? My books are five hours, 10 hours long in audio form. The extreme constraint that faces someone who's working there is something that I just blows me away. Similarly, it's one of the reasons I'm so drawn to musicians. I suppose I would say that creatively I am, envious is the wrong word, awe is a better word. A song is three minutes. Someone who can create over the course of their career, five memorable three minute songs is remembered forever, right? I mean, the really good ones create 10 or 20 or 30 three minute songs, but even then, you know, I've just been doing this big project with Paul Simon. And let's say that Paul Simon has, over the course of his career, written 50 first-class songs, which is an extraordinary number. So that is 150 minutes of music. And on the basis of 150 minutes of music, he is considered to be one of the greatest creative geniuses of his generation. That's like that idea that you can, with just such a short amount of time, 150 minutes is... You know, it's, it's two and a half hours, right? That's it. It's nothing. And yet, that two and a half hours of creative output has left an extraordinary mark on the imaginations and memories of millions and millions of people. As someone who is used to writing books that take days or if not weeks to read, the idea that someone can do three minutes that can touch someone for a lifetime is to me just kind of awe-inspiring, the kind of the sheer aesthetic efficiency of that. I was watching television last night and I saw a commercial for a Braun electric shaver. And I hadn't realized until I saw the commercial that Braun electric shavers have been around in their current form for decades. The commercial is all about a father who had a bronze shaver given to him by his father, and he passes it on to his son. It's been in the family for decades. They made the shaver once, years and years ago, and they made it right, and it's persisted. (laughs) 
Is that a really a lovely, lovely idea? Like, if you know what you're doing, you do it once and you do it well, you've created something of enduring value. And I realize I'm talking about electric shaver here, but, you know, these prosaic objects have enormous value and beauty. But my hat is off to these people. That, that, that's the kind of thing that my heart warms to things like that, to these singular creations that stand the test of time. Ideas are stories and understand what the story is. And a story is something that's never cast in stone. We can change stories and change endings and change the characters. And it's just a way of presenting an idea that maximizes the chance that it enters someone's imagination. So that would be my advice. Tell a story. Trust. The reason that we trust each other is an evolutionary one. So it's pretty hardwired in our system. The reason we identify and we feel so strongly about fake news is because we're trusting animals, right? It offends us because we're set up to trust each other. So in certain ways, it's a sign of how deeply attached we are to the importance of trust that we should find this recent phenomenon of fake news to be so offensive. As human beings, we have evolved to trust. So instinctively, we believe what we're told and trust in the person we're talking to. And we will move off that position of trust and belief only if we're given overwhelming evidence to do so. So if you think about it, we proceed on the assumption that people are who they say they are. Why do we do that? Because it makes our lives so much easier and more efficient and more fun, frankly. We forget this, 99.9% .9 of our encounters in the world proceed on the assumption that people are who they say they are and are being truthful. It's very rare. Skepticism is very rare and unusual. That explains why we are easily deceived, but it also explains why much of human society is so functional, right? It's like why I can hop on a Zoom and two minutes later be having a really fun interview with someone I've never met, right? Because I trust you and you trust me, right? You didn't check to see whether I was Malcolm Gladwell. How do you know Malcolm doesn't have a doppelganger? I found that idea so fascinating. I always think that in the, when people make lists, for example, of the traits that entrepreneurs need to be successful, they always leave trust out. Every entrepreneur I've ever met has been enormously trusting because at a certain crucial stage in the life cycle of any startup, any upstart company, you have to place enormous bets on people. The suspicious and the paranoid do not start successful creative enterprises. Never happens. You don't have time to kind of vet everyone to the nth degree. You find someone who you have some kind of connection to or need for, or, and you say, look, help me. You have no choice, right? You're going at 100 miles an hour. You're trying to build something entirely new. You're overcoming all kinds of obstacles. And you gamble on people. And it's that gamble that is so crucial and so beautiful. Sparks is produced by Unboxed and brought to you by the RSA. To find out more about RSA Fellowship and our Design for Life mission, visit the rsa.org.